0: The middle's got his man, and he's gone. Jason Swain touchdown! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's time for the Swain event with your host Jason Swain, my man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan.
2: All you chumps are gonna bow
1: when I whoop them. It's time for the Swain event, fueled
3: by Dead End Barbecue. Give it to his mouth and a red flag.
1: Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. We hope you're having a great evening. Ben McKee of Go 247, Jason Swain here with you. The Swain Event is fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It is Thursday. It's the best day of the week. Y'all know the drill. October the 6th, 2022. Great day to have a great day. My man, Ben McKee. My God, Ben McKee. Already rocking the Grizzlies sweatshirt. You done with the Steelers, though? You just done.
0: Uh, yeah. (laughs) 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 It's going to be be a long season for my Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm excited to see Kenny Pickett and, and see if he can give any hope and promise for the future, but it's going to be a long season for my Steelers, and I'm afraid that Mike Tomlin might look up at the end of the season and have his first losing season as a head coach.
1: No, we don't want to see that, man. We do not want to see that at all. But ain't nothing wrong with getting ready for the Grizzlies, though.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm ready for some Grizzlies basketball. I'm I'm never not ready for some Grizzlies, especially now that we've got John Moran and, one of the better teams in the NBA should be a, a fun year, and and honestly, based off how the the, the 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 two preseason games have gone, I think we might as well cancel the season and go ahead and give the Grizzlies the trophy. I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. I want to I want to
1: see I want to see John Morant. Must see TV. Yeah, it is basketball season, folks. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, it's basketball season. It's it's
0: multi-sport season, and I, I've shared this before. Th- this time of year is, is absolutely one of my favorites when the NFL is in full swing, college football is in full swing, and not that you care as much about this as I do, but postseason baseball starts tomorrow, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four back-to-back-to-back-to-back playoff baseball games all weekend long the next three days, on top of college football, on top of the NFL, John ja Moran's about to start dunking on folks. This is my favorite time of the year—the fall. The the weather's changing, and it it definitely feels good this year, Swain, with the way that Tennessee football's playing some football. Dang, man, you just thought, you just you just think I'm not going to look at postseason baseball? I
1: mean, I, I I like postseason. I like postseason, man. You don't you don't have
0: any confidence or faith in me? I I, I know that you enjoy hmm. sports at 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 its best in yeah. a sport when it's the climax of, of their season. So I, I'm sure you will have an awareness of it, but I, I know that you also won't be locked in like I will the next three days, especially on Saturday and Sunday.
1: Man, I mean, I, I like – You got I some like... fun
0: matchups, though. Yeah. Mets, Padres.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Toronto, yeah.
0: Seattle. The, the, that's a, a matchup right there that has a bunch of – Young phenoms playing Tampa Bay, Cleveland, what, what, sneaky good. What about the Phillies and the Cardinals, man?
1: The, the machine. Albert yeah, I'm excited
0: to. I'm excited to see the Cardinals play. It, mm-hmm. It'd be pretty cool to see Albert Pujols mm-hmm. and, and Yadi do something this postseason and go out yachty, on a high yachty, note. Yadi, yada yadda 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 I see what you did there.
1: Yeah, man. You know, I keep up with all the latest hip hop, hip hop music. I want to know what people who are listening, who are ready for the Tennessee LSU game, like what's their facial expression
0: right now? Oh, I, I, that's why I tried to go ahead and transition to the to the football. It is. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why I tried to throw you this off all of yeah, Tennessee football. It, it sure is exciting right now, it, which makes this time of year even better because I already know what the facial expressions are.
1: Here, you do. Hey, you do your best facial uh impression of the people who want to just hear about Tennessee football LSU. And I'm gonna do mine too. All right, you ready? One, two, three. That's what they're doing right now. Like, come on, man. We, y'all, y'all know why we're here. They're putting us on for what? <laughs> well, let's get to it. Tennessee, eighth team in the country, Hinda Hooker with the third best Heisman odds right now. Watching ESPN a little bit earlier, LSU is the underdog. When was the last time that LSU's been the underdog at home versus, versus Tennessee? But here we are. Here we are. What did the Volunteers fix during the bye week? What did LSU fix in a short week coming off the Auburn win where they came back from 17 points to win in the second half? Defense clamped things down in the second half. First half, they let a third-string quarterback have a field day. But second half, yeah, they 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 clamped the things down, Ben. So it's a new challenge. I think it's going to be a big challenge for for this football team. I don't know if LSU is better than Florida or Florida's better than LSU. I think Florida presented some 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 challenges for sure for Tennessee. I think if Florida and LSU play today, I'm gonna give Florida the edge just because of Anthony Richardson, but. It's a new challenge, man. That's all that matters. You gotta, you gotta go get it, get it done.
0: It is, and as we briefly spoke about last week, I, I kind of feel like this matchup is very similar uh, to to the Florida one. Uh, I, I do think LSU's receivers have more talent, but man, the passing game r- really hasn't clicked the way that it should this season. And and please don't be mistaken just by looking at what Jane Daniels did throwing the football against Auburn last week, which was ugly, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you threw for 80 yards on 8 of 20 passing uh, against an Auburn defense that is man. Uh, but it, it also wasn't all Jane Daniels. Uh, the receivers, they caught four balls for 32 yards on 13 targets. And there were some throws that were on Jane Daniels, but uh, there were also some passes dropped as well. Uh, But I I would encourage folks not to get caught up on just that particular game uh, because uh, Daniels has been pretty solid throwing the football. I I don't think he's a great passer, but he's not bad is more so my point. Uh, And you you go look at the other games, and and he's thrown the football uh, pretty well. He he did against Florida State in the opener, uh, against Southern, and I know it's Southern, but 10 of 11, three touchdowns, 197 yards I believe it was, and, and threw for over 200. Against Mississippi State and New Mexico State uh, as well, so he's a guy that can can throw the football. Again, not a great passer, but he can throw the football and can certainly throw the football against secondaries that leave guys wide open, running through the secondary, which was an issue for Tennessee uh, against Florida. And um, I, I'm I'm a little nervous uh, about him, and and honestly, I will be kind of going into every game, I I think, or most of the games, just because I, I don't have a ton of confidence in. And half of the defense, I, I I like where the front seven is, Swain, but second and, and third level makes me really nervous. And I, I think Jane Daniels is is more than capable of beating Tennessee with both his legs uh, and his arm. If Tennessee doesn't show up ready to play, he's capable. I mean, he,
1: he's a good player. The confidence for him has, hasn't been there for whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's because it's his first year in this in this system, and he's not comfortable. Um, believe in what he sees. Maybe it's the fact that he hasn't had a lot of time with these receivers. And if you're gonna throw in windows, if you're gonna throw the timing routes and uh, anticipation throws, like you gotta have time together to to build that chemistry. Hendon and, and Tillman, you know, they have that. You saw that. In the Pittsburgh game, was Henning was just letting it fly, letting it rip because he trusts he trusts Tillman. But for Jaden Daniels, for some reason he doesn't he doesn't trust all the receivers. I mean, Neighbors is is the most targeted receiver right now for, for LSU, but Neighbors ain't uh, a projected first round pick <laughs> like uh, Keyshawn Butte and you know Brian Kelly earlier this week talked about wanting to push the ball down the field. He was hot on the sideline at Auburn on multiple occasions that both quarterbacks for not pushing the ball down the field when the play was designed to, to do so. So you better bet your butt Ben McKee, you better bet your butt. The LSU is going to push the ball down the field or attempt to push the ball down the field. The Williams is in the lineup. What does that mean? How much of an impact he's going to have? I don't know, but he's, he's healthy and Warren Braille's not healthy. So it's an opportunity for D. Williams to go out there and make some plays. Uh, Kamal this is his opportunity to have a bounce-back game, for sure. We know he has nice ball skills. We know he comes up. He, he's physical in the running game. But I think Kamal Hatton has to have his best game of the year, Ben. I think our secondary got to step on up and get ready because LSU got some big old backs. And you better make sure your shoulders are loose because you got to have to bring it. Uh, in the running game and make sure the LSU is not able to run the ball. But Jaden Daniels, back to him, He's he's been banged up in multiple games this year, Ben, where he didn't finish. He's no Anthony Richardson when it comes to punishing at the end of the run. Like, he didn't fall backwards much against Tennessee two weeks ago. Did he get stopped some? Absolutely. The fourth down, he got stopped, didn't didn't fall forward in terms of running people over but I didn't see him take a real shot. Jaden Daniels he, he built different. He's not as big as Ertz. So how long can he take contact during the course of the football game? We saw this defense be able to get to Pittsburgh's quarterbacks and, and have them either out or limping and uh, wobbling and stumbling and bumbling all over uh, themselves. Couldn't finish the game. Can Tennessee get to Jaden Daniels and, and be able to affect him?
0: Yeah, that that's a, a huge question, Mark. And and I think that's going to determine uh, whether it's a, a shootout or, or not. I think Tennessee's going to be able to put up some points. Not that I necessarily think that uh, LSU's defense is bad, per se. I just have that much confidence in Hendon Hooker right now. Uh, there, there's not a more efficient quarterback in the entire country than Hendon Hooker right now. I mean, it's it's really that simple. Uh, and I expect for him to to play well, uh, and the offense to to play well. So the the question is all on the defensive side, uh, for the most part. For for me, uh, you you talked about it. I think the secondary has to have a a big game. You asked the question, what did Tennessee fix over the bye week? Hopefully, they found some type of solution uh, within the secondary. I, I I do believe that it's more of a it is what it is type of situation and. One that recruiting can only fix. Again, as we mentioned last week, there's a reason that six defensive backs are currently committed. I think that that tells you all you need to know about what the coaches think about the personnel on the roster. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe you could find something over the course of the bye week uh, like a D Williams. Uh, I, I don't have an expectation that he's just going to play great football after coming off an injury and, and this being his first SEC action, but it is like a trade deadline acquisition. And You take that if you're Tennessee with how the secondary has played for the most part up until this point in the season. But what about other guys? Is Brandon Turnage going to find some confidence and and play more consistently? Uh, Can Wesley Walker, who started the season off by playing a good amount of football, but hasn't really played a ton lately. uh, Can, can he play more Andre Turrentine? Where's he at in his development at the safety position? Uh, And there's others as well, but I, I think you're, You hit the nail on the head. Kamal Haddon, and I'd throw Tamarion McDonald in there. I didn't think T-Mac played all that well against Florida compared to at least to where my expectations are for him. Those two guys have to play well pretty much every game because of what the rest of the secondary looks like. But as big of a concern as that is for me, Swain, I I do have confidence. I I don't know how much confidence, but I I am confident in the other half of the defense. You you mentioned their three backs, and – Tennessee's done pretty well bottling up the run, the traditional running game so far this season outside of the long run that Pitt had, and I I like Tennessee's matchup in the trenches against this LSU offensive line. They've got two freshmen starting at left tackle and right tackle, and they're very talented freshmen. Uh, They they may not play long at LSU before they're off to the NFL. It kind of reminds me of the Morris uh, and Darnell Wright situation when they were freshmen. They They were five stars. They had talent, but they had to go through their growing pains, and it seems like uh, that could be a case this game. And and they're also banged up a little bit on the interior. Uh, Garrett Dellinger, uh, he broke his hand, had surgery, missed the Auburn game. Yeah. He's going to be playing in a cast. Mm-hmm. And I really like where the interior linemen are at for Tennessee right now. Amari Thomas, uh, John Terry, Karat Garland. Amari Thomas is playing big boy football, but yep. e- even for the rest of them, it's kind of a a committee uh, approach. And I like that. So I feel good about Tennessee being able to, to bottle up the run and, and put pressure on Jaden Daniels throwing the football. And all it takes is one hit. I mean, he couldn't finish the game last, last week, and he's he's as skinny as it gets for a, a running quarterback. So I certainly think that that could play a factor as well.
1: 865-25503 is the telephone number to the Swain event hotline. Let's get to the phones. Give us your name and uh, where you call it from, and uh, let's rock. Good evening.
2: Hey, good evening, guys. It's Turkey Man. What's yeah, up, Turkey buddy. Man? Hey, I'm going to be short and sweet tonight. Hey, uh, I wanted to know you guys to rate the uh, West. If uh, Alabama doesn't win the West, who do you see winning the West and how would you place uh, the West? Uh, one, two, three. Uh, if you don't care. Yeah, yeah. Got you, Turkey, yeah. man. Appreciate you. I right, get out of here. All right, Turkey, All right, Turkey,
1: man. Um, uh, number one is Alabama. Number two, two is Ole Miss right now. For me, uh, number three, we we say we say
0: Mississippi State. Ooh, that's a that, that's a tough question. I I think I'd go Ole Miss and Arkansas before I went Mississippi State. Um I know Arkansas is on a two game skid. One of those losses is to Alabama, in which it nearly fought back and, and won. I guess the answer will be proven this weekend because doesn't Arkansas and Mississippi State play and and I don't I don't like that matchup for Arkansas their their secondary is not good and obviously Mississippi State has the air raid their, their only hope of slowing that one down is that that they can get pressure on on Will Rogers but uh, I, I think I like Arkansas and Ole Miss a, a little bit better than I like Mississippi State but well, I, I do like Mississippi State don't don't get me wrong I think they're a pretty solid club I, I just like the other two a little bit better right now
1: well I mean LSU beat Mississippi State so I would go LSU. Three right now. I would go Alabama, then, Ole Miss, LSU, and then. I mean, I can't put Arkansas over Mississippi State. I mean, I, I just can't do it, man. What Arkansas has done the last two weeks, I can't. I can't put them out there. I can't put. I mean, I like, I like uh, Pitman, but I don't like them that much.
0: Yeah <laughs> i i i i don't I don't fault anybody for putting those other teams above Arkansas. I just. Uh, unfortunately we we've reached the point of alabama and georgia if a team loses to them we don't really judge the the losing team too much because it's alabama and georgia they're losing to uh, but i i did think the the A&M game was maybe a a little bit fluky just just kind of like state losing to, to lsu uh state and arkansas in those losses were, were very aggressive uh, on multiple fourth downs and it kind of bit them in the bud and, and then you had some ugly turnovers. Uh, K.J. Jefferson had the one in which he was reaching across the goal line and A&M returned it uh, for a touchdown right for the half. And, and then State muffed a punt that gave LSU the ball in the red zone and uh, LSU was able to capitalize. So I, I kind of feel like that was a, a little bit of a fluky loss as well. Well, Auburn, I
1: think we could agree is last.
0: <laughs> yes. I, I th- and, and I think we can agree that A&M is
1: sixth. Yeah, second to last. But yeah, I'm going to go LSU Three right now, Mississippi State four, and, um, and I'm gonna put Arkansas third to last. Dude. I'd be Ooh. surprised if Alabama doesn't win the West. I know we can all agree on that one. Yeah, I think we, I think we can. Hey, today on Joshua Swain, Dave Bartu said that Alabama's won, and Georgia and Tennessee right there neck and neck. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't know about that, Dave. It made, me, it made me feel good, though. Made me feel great. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, Ben McKee, go Vols 247, Jason Swain. Here, don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. Be right back. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. You know you need to stop playing around and schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self inject at home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a low T center or you just want the convenience of at home treatment, all good. Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare.
5: Hey there, Swain Event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain Event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols!
4: You're
3: listening to The Swain Event.
0: You don't say!
3: Fueled by dead-end barbecue. Got
1: them short breaks up in here. Got them short breaks. Shout out to Ben McKee. Go 247. Man, I don't even know what you look like, Ben, until I get
0: a reminder on Thursdays. I I forget, thankfully, what you look like until Thursday as well. Ooh. Ooh. It's, it's all right. I uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I'll throw myself under the bus oh, a, a little wow, bit because I thought that this was terrible. funny. But uh, I, I did an LSU podcast uh on Monday with with, with with two former mm-hmm. LSU baseball players, which was pretty cool. Mikey Matuk, who was uh, I, I want to say he was a first round pick. Maybe I'm way off on of that, but it feels correct. Back in the day. And then uh, the other one was Jared Mitchell. It was fun fact, he won a championship in football and baseball at LSU. And then I was bat boy in high school for the Huntsville Stars when he was playing for the Birmingham Barons. So I didn't tell him that and make him feel old, but I thought that was pretty pretty unique. But I'll, uh, I'll throw myself under the bus. Guess, guess what some crazy Cajun said about me on the, in, in the comment section?
1: Did you like Steph Curry?
0: Worse. Uh what'd what they say? <laughs> they said that I look like a fat Kane Brown or chubby Kane Brown. They said I look like a chubby Kane Brown. Kane, Kane, Kane. Brown is a uh a, a light skinned country singer. You'll have to to Google. They they said really? I look yeah, like a, a chubby a Kane Brown. Yes. Mm. K is in Kane. K A N E. Said I look like Chubby Kane Brown. Which the uh not <laughs> I was I was rolling they got me good on on that one. I will admit. Now, granted, they they didn't do me any favors on on the angle that that they sent me to use, but I, I was rolling. And I I appreciate it. I I hit the the gym hard the last two days because of that comment. So it it gave me some nice motivation. Oh yeah, man. Did you t- did you let them know that uh,
1: Tennessee's gonna whoop that ass?
0: <laughs> I I alluded to it, and uh, they 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 were not fans.
1: what I mean. They two foreign football players. I ain't watching. They team the the, the first four games. They they, they really think that LSU is gonna win, or the better well, team going into this game, or 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 are they sh- shocked that you would pick Tennessee to win? Like if they play ball, no, they, they weren't. Yeah, well, no, they
0: weren't. They they weren't. And, and I was listening to them a little bit before I joined them, and the it, it seems like the the LSU faithful very concerned by the passing game. Uh, because of what they saw against Auburn, and, and rightfully so, that, that was a horrific performance throwing the football uh, by Jane Daniels and, and those receivers. Yeah. That that was their big concern. So, yeah. and they and then they brought up the fact that Tennessee secondary isn't that good, and that if if Jane Daniels can't throw against Tennessee, then that tells you all you need to know about Jane Daniels.
1: Yep. yep. He- Good luck trying to, you know, outduel Tennessee's offense. Like Tennessee's gonna give it, up points and yards, hmm. but it's it's about your ability, LSU's offense, to be able to to outduel Tennessee's offense, and I don't I don't see that happening.
0: They they were enamored with Hendon Hooker as well. I, I think they're ex they're expecting a loss, but I also feel like they're they're pretty confident that they they can win as well. I, I think yeah. that the they think that Tennessee's the better team, but it's not an unwinnable game as if tennessee's number eight ranking in the country would indicate for sure
1: 865-255-03 uh good eve never mind again to 865-255-03 give us a call we'll get you right on in uh, i was going straight to the phones and uh, whoever was on hung up but uh moving forward let me check out the text box hey pd13 says i'm so glad to catch a live other than the secondary, what do you think will be the biggest area concern against LSU? Um, let's go to the phones, and I'll answer that. All right. Good evening. Hey. Hey, here we go.
2: Hey, it's GTA Vol.
1: What's going on?
2: Hey, not much. Hey Ben, people that matter just don't mind, and people that mind don't matter.
0: That's right. Tell them. Tell them yeah. GTA.
2: So, um, how do y'all feel about this game?
1: I feel good I feel good I mean brunch is gonna be great on Saturday for me. I plan to have oh. a relaxed brunch chilling on out watching Washington Tennessee get a dub that's that's my yeah.
0: expectation
2: how you feeling Ben
0: I feel the same i I feel good uh Jane Daniels and his legs worry me Tennessee secondary worries me, but i I like the other matchups in this game and i I think Tennessee's the better team. I think they're going to have the best football player on the field and and Hendon Hooker and I ultimately think he's going to be the difference in the game. Sir.
2: I, I totally agree. I think that Hooker's going to be the difference.
0: Yeah.
2: We might finally have a Heisman winner, folks.
1: Hey. Maybe. We we going to have somebody I think that, sh- that 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 will go to New York at least. I was thinking about this earlier GTA when I was watching uh ESPN and they were showing uh the Heisman odds and and, and Hendon was one of three uh with the best with the best odds there. And only one person wins, GTA. So like yeah. there's a lot of factors. Stats and record and all that stuff. And you know, for CJ Stroud, he has I think he has the easiest path to be a Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy winner because the, the schedule, the weapons around him, um, and they're gonna throw it. They're gonna throw it, he gonna get those yards. I think he has more passing yards right now than Hendon, but the fact that that Henning can just get to New York, I think that'll be a huge accomplishment. Of course, we want him to win it, but like only one person is going to win this thing.
2: Well, I mean, we've not had good luck in the past for obvious reasons, whatever yeah. they decided to do, mm-hmm. going all the way back to whenever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, but I think he, he has a good chance of going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He deserves it. And, well, I, I want to see him do it.
2: He absolutely deserves it, and we'll be proud no matter what happens. But hopefully, he will win it and finally
1: bring it home. That's right. Yeah,
2: go ball. That's
1: right. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. GTA Vol. Good to hear from you. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. What do you think will be the biggest area of concern against LSU it's here on the text box? Oh, it's on your swing uh, event other app.
0: than other than the secondary.
1: Other than the secondary. Um, uh, special teams,
0: really? Uh, yeah, man. Well, are are you saying that because you've seen something that you haven't felt good about to this point? Oh, yeah, let me let me share it with you. Please do
1: a block damn punt, a uh, drop yes, damn yes, yes, punt, yes, yes. and a yes, 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 <laughs> and a onside kick recovery that looked easy like it was peewee.
0: <laughs> you're right, okay, you're, you're right. My well. <laughs> my 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 thought process initially went to Chase McGrath and Paxton Brooks who have been pretty good individually speaking to yeah. to this point but yes all, all the the other areas that you just mentioned is is definitely a, a concern and and surprising as as well because of Mike Eckler's reputation as a special teams coordinator i've, I've been a little surprised of yes there's been big plays during his tenure, but also there, there's been punt blocks and onside kick recoveries and the, all those ugly things that that we do not like. I, I do wonder could they throw D Williams back there at, at punt return and and kick return? He was a great returner uh, in in junior college, was really dynamic with the football in his hands. But how much do you want to put on his plate? in his first game this season after coming off of injury. And like I said earlier, not only is he coming off of injury for the first time this year, but this is his first SEC game. It's not like he's proven himself at this level in the past. I mean
1: you know, Trey Off Flower only dropped one punt. So um you know he's he's even though Florida only punted one at a time and I don't even think he caught it, but the fact that it happened once, you know, that's that's where LSU if LSU is going to win, it's going to be because they win special teams. Cause I just don't see LSU being able to, to, to put up points with just their offense and beat Tennessee. It's going to have to come somewhere in special teams, a, a score, um, a return or a block punt, to set up an easy short field score for the LSU offense. I just, I just don't see how LSU be able to go blow for blow offensively with, with Tennessee. Um, I like Jimmy Holiday as a kick returner. I think I think he does a really good job. I mean, it's not like he's missing holes. And I like guys who are used to handling the ball. Like, someone that's been out for the season, he plays defense, he hasn't taken a hit yet, hasn't delivered a hit, hasn't taken a hit. I don't know if I feel comfortable with him being a kickoff return guy right now because they hit you hard. Like, it ain't like punt where – yeah you can get hit hard but you make two guys miss like you're running in one direction everybody else running in the opposite but kickoff return man some of them hard hits come on kickoff return so I tend to lean towards guys who are used to handling the ball Um, that's kind of like I don't want my center on the perimeter dribbling the ball and running the break I like point guards and guards handling the ball that's kind of how I look at it so uh, uh. Let's go back to the text box. Can't wait to head down to LSU Saturday morning. Let's go Vols! Tell them we coming, and we're being, we're bringing hell with us. Let's take the fight to them Tigers for sixty minutes. GBO, that's way from Mississippi. Forty-four Vols says just my gut, but I think Brew McCoy will have a coming out party Saturday. Vols by fifty. Man, if Brew is going to have a coming out party Saturday, what did he do two Saturdays ago?
0: What was that? <laughs> that? That that was uh, dipping the, the the feet in the water to get the temperature of the pool. I thought that was a coming out party. I I I did too. Um, I I mean I guess they weren't gaudy numbers. He, he played really really well. If if you're a Tennessee fan and and you certainly noticed, I off the top of my head it was five catches, a a buck 20, and a, a touchdown, which is really, really good. Like, don't don't get me wrong, but maybe the, the comment is more so like Brew's about to have 10 catches or 200 yards or, or two or three touchdowns, like break out nationally. Because I, I don't really feel like people are talking about him nationally, since he fans are. But may, maybe he means break out on, on a, a more national stage in terms of people talking about him.
1: Brew had five catches, 102 yards, a touchdown, averaged 20 yards per catch, had a long run of seven yards. The touchdown catch was a great catch in the goal line on the um on a shallow cross where he had to catch the ball below his waist. Um that was the coming awesome. out party. When he had never did like he he didn't do that Texas, he didn't do that at USC, he hadn't played football in forever. That was his coming out party. And it was against Florida, CBS that was his coming out party now he might have better stats this week but when you come when you come out in terms of football it's when you haven't done something for a certain amount of time and then boom you come out and do that
0: that was his coming out party in my opinion he did play well against Pitt too
1: he ain't had no down 100 yards and and 20 yards per catch either he had a tutty. He did have a tutty. He did have that. But he didn't have five catches 100 yards. He didn't He didn't go over that century mark.
0: Well, that's because Cedric Tillman was a ball hog that
1: game. Right. He was just hogging what, what Hooker was letting him hog. That's all he was doing. <laughs> that is all he was doing. Yeah, I mean, he had four catches, 58 yards, a touchdown against Pitt on the road. Brew McCoy against Florida at home a hundred thousand people cbs had a hundred yards five catches a touchdown that was coming out he was awesome yeah that was coming out part and like the other four catches besides the long catch were more impressive than the long catch because he was wide open he was catching and run but some of the catches where he made guys miss and stiff arm guys to pick up extra yardage and then the the touchdown catch that's that's not the easiest catch to make it was not eye level he had to you know, drop his body level down and go get it, and keep his eyes on the football. So, man, sometimes when you're not catching the ball with your hands, you, know, you can lose it and drop it. So, that was a coming out party, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion.
0: I, I, I am curious to see that matchup: Tennessee's receivers versus LSU's secondary. Uh, and, and I'm I'm intrigued more so from the LSU side of things. Their secondary, which is made up of a bunch of transfers, very odd. Both of their safeties transferred from Arkansas. But uh, they they played pretty well the first four games, and they helped shut down the air raid of Mississippi State in in one of those four games. And then last week, they let Robbie Ashford, in a terrible Auburn offense, just go bombs over Baghdad on them. Robbie Ashford throwing 270 yards. Nice athlete, Robbie Ashford, but not a – great passer or or quarterback and uh, from some of the highlights i saw guys were running open and i, I don't i don't care if guys were running open or not robbie Ashford should not have 270 passing yards against any sec team um that auburn offense is boo-boo so curious to see which lsu secondary shows up the, the one that played against auburn or the one that played the first four games so obviously the bigger sample size is the first four games but we'll see
1: we can say that about LSU's defense in the first half, but if we're gonna say that, we got to give them credit for adjusting and shutting things down in the second half.
4: Yeah, that,
0: yeah, that that is for sure. I and that that I was gonna make this point earlier. It leads to a, a a bigger question mark for me. Like, what what is LSU? Are they a good team or are they not? They they looked they looked awful against Florida State, and I know Florida State's four and o, five and oh right now. That they, they've gone gone on to. To win a couple of ball games here, Mike Norvell has, but they, LSU looked awful in, in that game. They they beat what I think is a good Mississippi State team, but as I mentioned earlier, I also think that was more about Mississippi State than LSU because State and Mike Leach wanted to go for several fourth downs, were, were very aggressive, and they failed to get practically all of those fourth downs. And, and then they also muffed a punt deep in their own territory that gave LSU the ball and essentially the ball game. So I thought that was more about Mississippi state. And and then it took a a comeback to beat a terrible Auburn team that has all the dysfunction in the world in it. So I'm curious to see what this LSU team is really made of. LSU is a team that
1: there's, they're scrappers, man. Like they're, they're like that boxer that they're not like Floyd Mayweather or, They truly like boxing. It's beautiful, and you can't hit them. Nor are they Mike Tyson, where it's like one hit a quitter. They just just scrap you for 12 rounds, and they ain't knocking you out, but they're winning each round. And then at the end of the fight, they get the unanimous decision. Like, that's what LSU has been to me. They haven't looked good, but you haven't been able to knock them out. Auburn wasn't able to knock them out. Mississippi State, was probably the favorite going into that game and LSU just found a way to win. And if Tennessee does not play clean and if Tennessee don't handle business, then LSU could be, could be Tennessee. Absolutely. I can, I can see it happening, but it will take for Tennessee to play the worst game of the season or similar to how they played against Pittsburgh. If they play like we played against Pittsburgh, LSU may win.
0: But well, I think it's that was a lesson. It, yeah, I, I think it's as specific to further your point. I, I think if the offense plays like it did against Pittsburgh, yeah. then then Tennessee's gonna be walking out of there with an L. Not not that I necessarily think that LSU is some great football team, but they have the pieces to, to beat you. They they do. Mm-hmm. They, they still have a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. Uh, The the passing game has not looked good, but Daniels is capable of beating you, and uh, they they have receivers that have talent and guys that are going to play in the league. They have tight ends that are talented. They have running backs that are talented. O-line hasn't played great. They've given up the the second most sacks, and and part of that is on Daniels. You talked about it earlier. Brian Kelly saying on Monday that he's got to be more aggressive and push the, the ball down the field more, so that isn't totally on the offensive line, but still, second most sacks allowed in the sec 16 of them they gave up three last week eight tackles for a loss they allowed against auburn uh but but they still have talent so i, I think it's really as specific as if the offense doesn't show up then then tennessee is not not going to get blown out or anything but tennessee could definitely walk out with with a loss because i i again outside of the the front seven i i just kind of think the secondary is what it is and for the most part, is going to keep teams in games this season. Now, I don't think Tennessee will play
1: like they played against Pittsburgh. The reason why is because you got more receivers that are involved. You know, Brew is is uh, more comfortable in the offense. and Hyatt uh, is a valuable piece, and and trust him. And then how about Romel Keaton? So like Pittsburgh, it was all about. Throw it to to Tillman, throw it to Tillman, throw it to Tillman, throw it to Tillman. Sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. Other guys open, 18 targets. Notice how more evenly distributed the receptions were versus Florida when there was no Tillman. So I don't think we're going to play like we played against Pittsburgh. But I'm just saying, you can't play like you played against Pittsburgh. can't do it can't do it can't do it all right back to the text box no 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 no. 44 false says i didn't mean he didn't have a good game two weeks ago i mean what ben said i just think that he will have a field day at tiger stadium no just, like coming out party like he he had a coming out party in my opinion two weeks ago but he could have better stats in in this game so it ain't nothing to do with Having a good game or not having a good game. Like he had a good game. He had 100 yards as a receiver. So, and a touchdown. So he had a good game, but the turn was coming out party. He had that two weeks ago, in my opinion.
0: I have my own text box question for you from somebody. Yeah, you know, on the text this, box.
1: What are you talking about?
0: It, it's from my mom. So this counts. <laughs> What's up, mama? Mama McKee. She- she would like to know what you are actually going to have for brunch on, on Saturday. What, what what is going to be on the, the menu at the Swain household for the game? I know you, you have some radio obligations in, in the AM, but are, are you you all going to do it up big for the game? What's the menu going to look like?
1: Man, you're you, you right. It's, it's in the AM. That's for
0: sure. Man. I just, I just thought about that
1: alarm clock going off Saturday. Um, it's just gonna be me up, anyways. It's gonna yeah, you're right. It, it's it's probably just gonna be me, um, and I was gonna do just, just some, some steak, steak and eggs, something like that. That's that's what I was gonna do. Uh,
0: j- just some steak, just some steak and eggs. Yeah, it's steaks. Yeah, steak should never be referenced in that manner. It, it, there should have been more excitement to have steak, especially that early in the day.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's gonna be like around the game. Like it won't be. Before too much before the game because you mentioned those radio obligations and yeah, I have those, but like I was thinking like some steak, you know, and some spinach eggs, something like that. You know, that's, that's, that's about it. Nothing, nothing special. Nothing special. Not like I'm doing chicken and waffles and all that stuff, man. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not really eating that right now anyway.
0: So what's, um, what's going to be in the keg, you know, it's kegs and eggs. So kegs. what's going to be in your keg on Saturday? No, nah,
1: I ain't going to be, I ain't going to be drinking either, man. I will mean, I'm on my water, man. So I'm, I'm going to be on my water. Yeah. You, a, you
0: don't want to look like a chunky Kane Brown?
1: Nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I've been I've been doing a pretty good job looking like a chunky Jason Sway. I'm, I'm trying not to well, do that. So I'm look, gonna be I'm more gonna be,
0: like a, a, a chunky Usher, if you ask me. Oh yeah, I don't know about all
1: that. I don't know about all that, man. I don't know about all that. But yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm doing, man. Probably just steak and egg, something like that. Something simple. Something simple. Uh SC Voss says, Where's Brandon Turnish?" Well, Ben, you you know, you mentioned his confidence, and I'm actually surprised we haven't seen more of him this year considering how he played against South Carolina last year. Um, But, hey, hopefully he's able to put it together soon. Wade says um, it would be great to see Hyatt have a 200-yard game. Oh, yeah, it would be great. That would be great. That would be great. I just... I feel like I need to put some put something in context though. Can I can I can I can I do that? Of course. I mean, let me put something in context here. Because I think it's important. So, um Tennessee and LSU played in 2001. Tennessee was a seventh rate team in the country. And Kelly Washington went ballistic. I mean, absolutely ballistic in that game. He had about 200 something yards in that game. And he had. I think multiple like long plays. I remember one play. He was in the slot and it was a seam. Casey loved on same uh routes. And Kelly uh, bent the route a little bit versus three. A single, single safety. Casey threw it in there. The safety missed and it was off to the races. Like Kelly Washington had 220 something yards that day. So just, just for a little context, 200 yards receiving is a lot of yards. A lot of yards. He had 11 catches on that day set this September 2020. Uh, 2020. Yeah, 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 2021. He called 11 passes, set a new single-game Tennessee record with 256 receiving yards. 256 11 catches that's video game numbers but yeah I would love to see Hyde give give me a hundred yards from high give me a hundred from high 100 from brew and we' good all right let's go back to well, the I phones.
0: know, I know Hyatt's gonna have 10 catches that, that's it that's his new thing in this offense seven 10 12 catches a game
1: yeah he's gonna get the, he gonna get the pill I just I want I want to see more yards after catch and more throws down the football field i did see him do a really good job catching the ball across the middle against florida on third down i was really proud of him that all right let's go back to the phones good evening
3: hey swain it's justin in florida what's
1: up justin in florida you sound you sound safe and we are happy
3: uh i'll tell you right now it was definitely uh it was definitely stressful until about tuesday then it started turning Turning south, unfortunately, uh, Fort Myers and Naples got the worst of it, but that could have easily been uh, St. Pete and Tampa. Hmm. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, scary stuff, scary stuff. And uh, I mean, you hate that for the people in, in um, Naples and in Fort Myers. I lived there for a little bit, was training for the combine. So, um, man, it's it's beautiful area there in Naples and hate that uh, the hurricane did that that beautiful beautiful city and town
3: yeah i agree hey i gotta send a congratulations to to ben's boy aaron judge it pains me as a red sox fan to admit it but i was uh he's a classy guy and uh, i was glad to see him uh hit hit number 62 uh, as much as it pains me so Great, great job to Ben. Wanted to add to this conversation. Everyone keeps talking about the, you know, wide receivers, whether it's going to be Brew or Hyatt or, you know, Keaton. Tell you right now, the offensive tackles better bring their A game on Saturday because to hit all those receivers, you're going to need some time to let them get downfield. Those, those DBs look like they like to creep up and, you know, kind of play closer in the box. I think our guys can get behind them, but only if we can keep that pass rush off a of hooker. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, guys like Darnell Wright, this is a game for him to 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 make some money. Uh yep. I, I'm not gonna see him say it's a make a break, but it's a make a break. <laughs> like it's the LSUs the Georgia, and the bama games. Like that's that's the games that's gonna get you paid. I remember when, when Robert ayers and I know it's the other side of the football, but I've been when Robert Ayers was on the defensive line there in 2009. And Robert Ayers got paid off of one game more than any other game, and that was the Bama game. He was killing Alabama. And games like this, where the game is kind of determined in the trenches, Darnell Wright could really, really make himself uh, a, a whole lot of money. Now, there's some players on LSU's defensive line that can make themselves a whole lot of money by going up against a guy like Darnell Wright with NFL talent. And winning those matchups too, so somebody gonna make some money on Saturday.
3: Well, I hope it's our guys <laughs> yeah. that, that that are cashing <laughs> in because be, because playing in their building that's that's the one thing I think can keep LSU in the game is if their pass rush can keep us in second and long, third and long, keep you know keep a lot of plays in uh in front of them i mean if they if they let our wide receivers run loose then yeah i mean that's it, it, it's a matter of time before they they break some and you know we put points on the board but uh that that and you've already mentioned it, the uh special teams cannot afford any block punts and having the the field swapped so. yep
1: hey there's there's one guy on lsu's defensive front that um whew. He you know, gonna have me nervous. That is BJ yeah. Ogilari, who had two sacks and two TFLs and a you know caused fumble against against Auburn. He has the speed. He has the the the, the array of moves to make life difficult for him to Hooker. So we got to make at, sure we get in front every of him every
3: time every time I hear his name I cry a little inside because <laughs> at one point he he would have been in been an orange and white. He so. said he was a
1: VFL.
3: He even I did know. the Vol
1: hand sign in the picture.
3: <laughs> oh man Well you, you you guys have a good night. I'll be in uh I'll be in Baton Rouge, uh I'm sure arguing with people wearing purple purple and yellow, so Go balls and uh, hope we can pull out a win this
1: week. Do not go to sleep anywhere in a fast food restaurant. of Tennessee Williams. Okay, you got it. <laughs> all right, my fan. all right, my man. Cause uh, just saying, past experiences. The internet said that's a bad idea. Very bad idea. Don't do that. Do not do that. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Appreciate the phone call from. Justin in Florida glad that he is well hate that for all the victims of, of, of the hurricane down in Florida sucks man absolutely sucks A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. 25503 Ben McKee Jason Swain Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue
5: Still sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out how to buy and sell in this complicated market? I get it, and I understand why you're hesitant. That's where I come in. Call me, Jennifer Morris, with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897, or email me at morris 865 at gmail.com. I'm happy to help answer any questions you have, and whether you're ready to rock in two weeks or two years, I'll be here. Look forward to hearing from you soon, and go Vols!
4: Fellas, do you need an annual health
1: exam? I recommend going to Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They will check all of your levels, not just your T level. In most cases, it's completely covered by your health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and office visit with the medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your online appointment. Low Center, reinventing men's health
3: care. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like this show on Facebook.
1: Ready for a score prediction, Ben? Always ready for a score prediction. Score predictions, man, so much pressure. Is it? Yeah, man. So much pressure. So much pressure. I don't even know if I have one right now.
0: <laughs> I don't. I well, don't. then who's giving the score prediction? Well, I asked you if you're ready for one. I, mean, oh, I'm ready I was for me too. Yeah, to like give I give one, not yeah. listen to yours. No,
1: no, 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 no. I wasn't gonna give you one. I was asking you, you the expert here, not me. I'm just, well, that, I'm just pushing the button. That buttons.
0: makes more sense. Uh, I'm not a coward like you are. Uh, I think Tennessee wins 38 to 34.
1: 34 points.
0: Yeah, did you watch the secondary against Florida? I watched the uh, offense versus Auburn. Okay, I watched Florida's offense against South Florida the week before. I watched Florida's offense against Kentucky 3 weeks prior. 2 weeks prior. The secondary's not good. It it is what it is. Thankfully, Tennessee has an offense that can outscore its opponents. Most of them.
1: I'll be happy if we win 38-34, but I am I ain't gonna like it.
0: <laughs> I I just I I think LSU has more t- talent in, in the skill position players on offense than, than Tennessee skill position players on defense um, uh, out on the perimeter, I and I, I think that that's going to allow LSU to, to to make some plays. Now, I, I will say to to turn it around and play devil's advocate with my only or with, with my own prediction, I, I do think that that Tennessee's defensive front will will win the the matchup with LSU's offensive line, I do believe that. I mentioned it earlier, Uh, 16 sacks allowed, not all on the O-line, also on Jane Daniels and his um, lack of confidence to push the ball down the field and be aggressive. He's holding on to the ball a little too long. And I like the idea of that with with Byron Young going up against a a freshman tackle and uh, Tyler Barron, if he's truly lined up at defensive end going up against the other Freshman tackle, I, I think Tennessee's offense or Tennessee's defensive front can win in those instances, uh, and and they're also banged up on the interior. Is LSU? Uh, they're the best lineman broke his hand. Garrett Dellinger and started at center to start the season, then moved over to left guard. Missed last week because he was recovering from surgery to that broken hand, and uh, he's going to play on Saturday against Tennessee and is in a big cast. Uh, but I, I still like Omari Thomas and all the other defensive tackles that I think have been playing well as a collective unit. So yeah. I, I think the the Tennessee defensive front will help out the secondary and, and it needs to quite frankly. Uh, so I, I, I also would not be surprised if, if LSU doesn't get to 30 or 34 points, because I, I do think it's possible that Tennessee defensive front can win so much that it takes pressure off of the secondary. Yep.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right. Why don't you show your work, man. I'm I'm good. Look,
0: and you can't make fun of my prediction if you're not even going to give one.
1: I mean, I ain't got LSU scoring 34 points, though. So.
0: Look, Tennessee's winning. That's all that matters. All right. That's all that matters. Winning, it. Win, win, winning on the road at LSU in a top twenty five matchup to set up a, a top five matchup of undefeated Alabama and Tennessee. You you sound like some of the f- fans on Facebook after beating Florida.
1: Shut up. That's not what I'm trying to say. I just don't see LSU scoring 34. I don't see the game actually being that, that high scoring. Honestly, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be under. But that's just me. That's not, that's my feeling right now. I'll have a, probably a more concrete answer tomorrow.
0: I don't trust the secondary. Makes me want to throw up.
1: The other McKee says I was watching highlights from the 2003 year on VolQuest. not VolQuest, but Vol Network. Um, archive YouTube channel. I don't even say nowhere close to Barclay. It says Vault Network. Boy, I need hooked on Phonics. I have three questions and a statement about that season. Number one, has there, ever been, has there ever been a running back that was better at jumping over the offensive line at the goal line than Jabari Davis? Number two, how many receivers caught passes against Florida? Number three, how many game balls did Dustin Colquitt get? Seemed like he got one after every game. The statement is Mark Jones was a human highlight, real on offense, defense, and special teams. Correct. Jones was special. Uh, Dustin Colquitt got a few game balls uh, for sure. Especially in that South Carolina game where we went to overtime. Uh, he was he was big time. Uh receivers caught, I mean receivers caught passes against Florida. I don't know. I know James Banks had a big time Hail Mary reception before the half. And I know there was a freshman receiver that was a leading receiver for Tennessee that day. That's all I know. That's all I know. And no, I have not seen a running back master the art of jumping over the pile at the goal line. Jabari was really good at turning his body and protecting the ball. Some guys hold the ball out there before crossing the goal line. Sometimes the ball gets knocked out. Jabari's really good about turning his body. Hitting you with that big old booty. Did y'all see that video online where he was rumbling and stumbling versus Arkansas? I ain't never seen a dude that fast play running back. That big run that fast playing running back. His first 20 yards in his 40 yard dash is Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl, but Pro Day. Y'all, he was on on his way to running the 4 4. He was on his way. The way he came out the blocks. He was going to run a 4-4 that day at Pro Day, but he popped his hamstring midway. And it was like uh, one of the saddest things I've ever seen. It was tough to watch. I that like, sounds I, painful. Oh, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was like somebody shot him. I think Jabari can laugh about it now, but it was like somebody shot him, and he just fell. <laughs> he just stumbled over and just fell. But first 20 yards, it was it was legendary. Jiffer Moore says better give Ace a bite or two of that Saturday brunch. Mm-hmm. Also, what type of knee injury happened to the LSU quarterback? I don't think it was like a big time ligament injury or anything like that. Uh I did hear like the the phrase. Versus sack. Yeah, there it is. All I know, he tried to he tried to slide, and almost put a divot in the ground at Auburn. Like, what was was that when he heard it?
0: Uh, I I I believe so, yes, because it, it was a very awkward slide. And according to uh, MayoClinic dot org, bursitis is the painful inflammation of small fluid filled sacs that cushion the bones, tendons, and muscles near your joints.
1: So he got achy sacks.
0: Yeah. His sacks are, are, are hurting. Mm, mm, mm. He took one to the sacks. Mm. I mean,
1: I would have trouble playing too, man, if my sacks were sore. Mm, mm, mm. Well, Jeff Morris also says, <laughs> tell Kane I'll see him at the ballpark on Sunday. Where are you going Sunday, uh, Ben? Tennessee baseball scrimmage is Wake Forest. Oh, yeah.
0: What's going on Sunday? I might have, I might have to roll up. I might have well, to. They're playing. they're playing 18 innings, so they'll be there all day. 18 innings? Yes. They serve popcorn? two games. They serve they uh, popcorn, Ben? I, I don't know if the concession stands would be open. I would assume so. Come on,
1: man. You can't be playing 18 innings and not having refreshments. I'm sure they will.
0: That, that's just not my department. I met Tony Vartello, uh, Florida game. It took you six years to meet
1: him? Man, it took a while. Yeah, we chopped it up, man. I love Mr. Tony Vartello. So cool. He's, he's an interesting character. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go holler at him. I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go holler at him. Sunday. All right, you gotta remind me, Ben. Maybe I can remember what you look like. No Nofear28 says, we're the only team in SEC that can win men's SC championship basketball, baseball, and football Till we're not. Can't wait for Saturday. Clint says, I want to see Jordan Banks run someone over on a pick six. I would love to see that too. Uh, Chip Payne says, does that mean he has blue sacks? Mm, probably. Probably. His sacks are sore. Jayden Daniels' sacks are sore. Sounds pretty painful. Sacks in his legs. Sounds like it's terrible. Second game, he hasn't been able to finish, but I'm sure he'll be just healthy on on Saturday, p.m. He's tiny.
0: He it, is. It, it could certainly pop up. Just like it did in the Pittsburgh game, Tennessee was able to get a lot of hits on the quarterback and, and help the secondary out, and it, it led to Keaton Slovis being knocked out of the game. Uh, you, you never you never wish that a player gets hurt, but uh, it, it is a sign of positivity for the defense and something that they're doing right. So, uh, for, for Tennessee's sake, it'd be a, a good thing if they're getting that many hits on them. Yep.
1: Yep. I'm with you, man. I think we see both quarterbacks in LSU at some point. Hard score 34 points when it happens. But you're right about the defense shown against Florida, man. It's hard to have a lot of confidence in what, what transpired uh after what transpired against against Florida. But this this defense played pretty well against Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh went out after several injuries and got beat by Georgia Tech. So defense gotta go prove it this weekend. Gotta go prove it. Love it when a team or a unit back against the wall and everyone's counting counting them out and criticizing them. So let's see if the defense can, can step up, make some plays. 12 p.m. Eastern time. You going to the game, Ben? I am not. Oh, what a loser. Are you going? Uh, yeah, in spirit. See the difference? Swain event fueled by... Feel about that at barbecue for ben mckee i'm jason swain my man ben's always fun rapping and chopping up with you talking about tennessee and uh tennessee 4-0 let's see if we can go 5-0 undefeated showdown against bama well unless bama lose to Texas A&M this am which we don't see that happening i don't, I don't think that was gonna happen <laughs> i don't see that happening y'all have a great evening peace and love we are out